Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, what's up? Nomi Jackson here, along with my friend Ishii on the other line. What's up, y'all? It is Monday, January 4th, 2021 at 7.58 a.m. And how the heck are you beautiful babies doing today? Good, I hope? Good. Um, ooh, I had bad dreams last night. Not really bad, bad, per se. Not like nightmares, but, um, like... I'll call them, like, negative dreams. It's like, I keep having these, like, recurring dreams of stuff that's, like, just real stuff that has happened and involving real people. And, like, I've been surrounded by negative people for a long time. Not necessarily right now, but um, I keep going back to that place where I'm with these people. And I felt like this particular dream I had right before I woke up. It's like just reminding me, like, yo, know me, those people never really cared about you. You know, they're not your people. They don't belong to you. You're not a part of them. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> I didn't really know I needed that reminder because they're not actually in my life right now. But um, maybe my subconscious probably, you know, um, misses having uh, connections in my life per se. But, um, I don't know, but I guess that was just a reminder from God that you don't really need these people, and these people never really gave a crap about you in the first place, so just let it go, so I don't know, that's what I kind of think, but um, I, like I said, I keep having these type of dreams, and for some reason, I guess I need to get that point across, get that point across, so uh, yeah, but whenever I do have those kind of dreams, though, then I wake up and, you know, I just have this icky feeling, so it's... I don't know, I'm like really just trying to shake it off, shake it off. And I I just want to like replace the bad feelings with good feelings and the bad experiences with um good experiences. Anyway, that kind of um got me to thinking about love. Uh I was wondering, do you guys think that love is a requirement for a human being? Do you think we all need love? Now when I say love, there's different kinds of love. For example, there's like that basic love that you need when you're born into this world as a baby. Um, back in the 30s or 40s, I don't remember which one, but before things were ever regulated by the government, and thank goodness they're <laughs> not like this anymore, but um, they did this huge study where um, it started off in the nursery, in the orphanage, these babies, and for half of them, uh, half of the babies were nurtured, they were cuddled, they were taken care of, you know, talked to and cooed at and all that good stuff. And then the other half of the babies, they they changed them and fed them. Uh, and that's it, you know. I'd probably burped them, I would assume. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they, they gave them no uh, affection, no physical affection, no hugs and kisses and, and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, they followed the, them as they grew up you know, until they were 18, and it turns out 
the ones that were loved, you know, had, um, were confident, were, uh, well-rounded people. And the ones that weren't, a lot of them ended up, you know, with criminal type behavior or psychological problems and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think that's, it's pretty evident and it's kind of expecting that I think humans need, you know, even just the most basic love in this world, you know, otherwise, you know, it just doesn't turn out right. And then I was thinking about what about romantic love, you know, is that required? Um, and then again, that even goes down in, uh, to break down in further categories because for some people, romantic love is getting candy and flowers being able to show off to family and friends, have the big wedding, then have the big house, and just have this image. And for some people, that's enough. Um, and then for other people, like me, like, I need, like, that connection with one human being, like, you know that you can't get from anyone else. I mean, whether or not it ends up in flowers or candies and, you know, I just need that connection. And I felt that as a very little girl, maybe I was still fresh from heaven and I was still remembering love and what love felt like. And I remember even as a small, small kid, I, I wanted something. I was longing for something. I was longing for love. And as I gotten older and I look back now, I was longing, it seems strange, you know, to talk about like a two, three, four-year-old girl wanting romantic love, but I, I don't even know if the word is romantic, but like wanting the other half of you, like you're missing the other half of you. And I personally think, I, I don't know, well, for me, I think it's it's required, otherwise you're just not, you you can't be your best self here on earth without that um but then again I don't think that goes for everybody I'm actually I'm quite sure because I've no I know a lot of people in relationships and a lot of them are just superficial um and you know a lot of them have like fighting within it and you know it's not real but they just have to have that image and it's important to them hold on yes look at me I have this relationship I'm loved you know it's more of a validation than an actual connection. So I'm thinking it's probably not required. And then also you have, um, you know, people that are widowed, you know, and they have to live the rest of their, well, they don't have to, um, but sometimes they live the rest of their life without ever having that connection again. Uh, that's why a lot of people that are widowed, particularly men, they're the, they quickly get remarried after their spouse dies because I don't know, it's not necessarily the connection connection with them, the spiritual connection, but they need somebody in their life. They just need that other person there. And I really get that because, um, you, I don't know, sometimes, and it may sound like a crutch, though, that you need another person to make you feel better. Um, you know, but it is what it is. So, I don't know. Um, but I just know I personally need that connection. Oh, otherwise, I just don't feel right. 
What do you guys think about it? <laughs> I'm really curious. Please, oh, please just email me. I would just love at least one person's opinion what you think about the matter. Please e- email us at therealishijackson at gmail.com and we'd really appreciate it. <laughs> okay, well, damn. I've been talking and talking and oh, I got to read you today's Mikey, 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 Mikey Pooh, Michael Jackson, uh, reading today. So I'm going to try to do this quick. It's a little bit longer than the other ones, but I'm going to try to hurry up and do this for you guys. It's called Dance of Life. I cannot skip the moon. Its soft beams push aside the curtains at night. I don't even have to see it. A cool blue energy falls across my bed and I am up. I race down the dark hall, swing open the door, not to leave home, but to go back to it. Moon, I am here, I shout. Good, she replies. Now give us a little dance. But my body has started moving long before she says anything. When did it start? I can't remember. My body has always been moving. Since childhood, I have reacted to the moon this way, as her favorite lunatic, and not just hers. The the stars draw me near, close enough so that I can see through her twinkling act. They're dancing too, doing a soft molecular jiggle that makes my carbon atoms jump in time. With my arms flung wide, I head for the sea, which brings out another dance in me. Moon dancing is slow inside, and soft as blue shadows on the lawn. When the surf booms, I hear the heart of the earth, and the tempo picks up. I feel the dolphins leaping in the white foam, trying to fly, and almost flying when the waves curl high to the heavens. Their tails leave arcs of light as plankton grows in the waves. A school of minnows rises up, flashing silver in the moonlight like a new constellation. Ah, the sea says, now we're gathered a crowd. I run along the beach, catching waves with one foot and dodging them with the other. I hear faint popping sounds. A hundred panicky sand crabs are ducking into their holes, just in case. But I'm racing now, sometimes on my toes, sometimes running flat out. I throw my head back, and a swirling nebula says, Fast now, twirl. Grinning, ducking my head for balance, I start to spin as widely as I can. This is my favorite dance because it contains a secret. The faster I twirl, the more I am still inside. My dance is all motion without all silence within. As much as I love to make music, it's the unheard music that never dies. And silence is my real dance, though it never moves. It stands aside, more choreographer of grace, and blesses each finger and toe. I have forgotten the moon now and the sea and the dolphins, but I am in their joy more than ever. As far away as a star, as near as a grain of sand, the presence rises, shimmering with the light. I could be in it forever. It is so loving and warm. But touch it once, and light shoots forth from the stillness. It quivers and thrills me, and I know my fate is to show others that the silence, this light, this blessing is my dance. I take this gift only to give it again. Quick, give, says the light. As never before, I try to obey, inventing new steps, new gestures of joy. All at once, I sense where I am, running back up the hill. The light in my bedroom is on. Seeing it brings me back down. I begin to feel my my pounding heart. The drowsiness in my arms, the warm blood in my legs. My cells want to dance slower. Can we walk a little, they ask. It's been kind of wild. Sure, I laugh, slowly in an easy amble. I turn the the doorknob, panting lightly, glad to be tired, crawling back into bed. I remember something I always wonder at. They say that some of the stars that we see overhead aren't really there. Their light makes millions of years to reach us takes millions of years to reach us and all we are doing is looking into the past to a bygone moment when the stars could still shine 
So what does the star do after it quits shining, I ask myself? Maybe it dies. Oh no, a voice says in my head. A star can never die. It just turns into a smile and melts back into the cosmic music, the dance of life. I like that thought. The last one I have before I my eyes close. With a smile, I melt back into the music myself. Ooh, wow. Our sweet Mikey Boo. Um, that's how he feels about dance. It's basically a part of who he is, the way he describes it. And um, again, this book was in 92. He was writing this from his heart. He was still feeling connected uh, to dance. And it's before everything, you know, really hit the fan with him. And he was still in that good place where he can, um, where he could just like feel one with nature and feel it. And then I mean, I th- I think we all basically have that. A lot of us lose that at at a younger age, though. Um, he kept it up for quite some time until things, you know, got really bad. But um, it's something you can always get back if you go to, um, if you just search within. You'll be surprised how deep it can, you know, really be. And uh, you can take yourself out of this world when you dive in deep. Um, so I believe... That's what he was doing in that particular um, uh, writing that he wrote. Um, reflection. I would say that's a reflection. Anyway, that was very nice, Mikey Pooh. We love it. We love you. And for that one, okay, this song that I picked, <laughs> it, it really has nothing to do really with this um, reflection he wrote. I only chose it because that uh, thing was called Dance of Life, so I chose Walk of Life <laughs> by Dire Straits. Remember that from 1985. Um, let me read you the lyrics real quick. Here comes Johnny singing oldie goldies, be bop a baby, what I say. Here comes Johnny singing I got a woman down in the tunnels trying to make it pay. He got the action, he got the motion, yeah, the boy can play, dedication, devotion, turning on nighttime, end of the day. <laughs> he do the song about the sweet loving woman, he do the song about the knife, he do the walk, he do the walk of life, yeah, he do the walk of life. Here comes Johnny gonna tell you a story, hand me down my walking shoes, here comes Johnny with the power of glory, backbeat. The talking blues, he got the action, he got the motion, yeah, the boy can play. Dedication, devotion, turning all night time into the day. The song about sweet loving woman, you do the song about the knife, you do the walk, you do the walk of life. Here comes Johnny singing oldie goldies, be bop blue, baby, what I say. Here comes Johnny singing, I got a woman, down in the tunnel trying to make it play. He got the action, he got the motion, yeah, the boy can play. Dedication, devotion, turning all night time into the day. And after all the violence and the double talk, there's just a song in all the trouble and the strife. You do the walk. You do the walk of life. Hmm. You do the walk of life. <laughs> you guys remember that from 85. Like I said, it has absolutely nothing to do um, with that, what uh, Sweet Mikey Pooh, my Sweet Mikey wrote. But um, it's more just about, you know, living your day-to-day life. It's really, really quite a simple song. Um it's very simple. It's not deep like what <laughs> Mikey wrote. However, I mean, I just remember it at the time. It was like all over, um, you know, the, the radio and MTV and whatnot, uh, the video. And it's just really catchy. I just, I remember. I didn't even um, know what the lyrics were until I just read it, you know. Um, and I see that it wasn't really deep at all. But, you know, songs don't always have to be deep. Sometimes it's just fun. And that was a fun, upbeat song. So, yeah, 85, I would have been, what? 16 turning 17? No. 
I turned 18 in 1986, so whatever. I was 16 turning 17, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> whatever, I'm bad at math. But anyway, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, that was our Michael Jackson word of the day. And uh, the song that doesn't necessarily match, but sometimes it does, but this time it didn't. <laughs> anyway, guys, I want to thank you for joining me today. And... Um, want you guys to remember that God loves you, she loves you, and I love you. And we want you guys to have a beautiful and most blessed day. We love you. Odabo. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.